Hello everyone, welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I wanted to create a place where people can go to to get inspired, get motivated, or find some clarity and get tools to create a radically loved life. I will do my best to provide information on a variety of subjects, including yoga, holistic health, life coaching, spirituality, meditation, and overall mindful living. Each episode will bring you some of the world's best spiritual leaders, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, coaches, along with some of my closest friends, and we will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more out of their lives and how they continue to grow to make that happen. Hey guys, Rosie here. I just want to say I am so grateful that you're listening. We are just getting a massive amount of response on this podcast, and I am so grateful that you're a part of this radically loved community, that you're enjoying the content and that you're enjoying all the guests and that you're still here and you're still working on yourself and your journey and your path. And I pray that you've received some tools listening to the guests or listening to any of my ideas or topics on meditation or yoga and how these tools can help you create a life of purpose to continue to help us give you the best content, you can subscribe to this podcast. And most of the time, you can just do it from your phone, from iTunes. Click subscribe and write a review. This really helps us continue this path and this journey. And we love doing it so much. And again, I'm so grateful that you're here. If you would, uh, Preeta, just tell us a little bit about For the people that don't know, tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are and a little bit of background and what you and your husband's um, collective goal is to create in this world. Definitely. Thank you so much, Rosie. Uh, That was very warm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm Preeta. I'm a co-founder with my husband, Krishnaji, of One World Academy. One World Academy is a wisdom and meditation school, a wisdom and meditation school for transforming your consciousness and uh, transforming the way you experience life, both internally as well as externally. The objective or or the vision for One World Academy, vision of One World Academy and both of us is is to help individuals live in a beautiful state. And from this beautiful state, create a beautiful life. Mm-hmm. Most of us talk about having, it's not, it's, it's not wrong, but just that we, the entire focus of the civilization has been towards our external life. It's about our achievement. It is about how much we create. It is about how we look. It's about what car we travel in. That is perfectly fine. So if you're able to do it, if you're able to go and achieve that, you should do it. You should create more, add, add more value to the world around you but it'll be so great that if you can do this all of this from a beautiful state mm-hmm. imagine achieving everything and doing everything trying to do as much as possible but if your state is not going to be beautiful then it is a lost life you're actually not living life and it is very painful to live in a state which is not beautiful Krishnari talks about two states that every individual lives in. Every individual at any point of time lives live only in one of these two states. 
One is a beautiful state, another is a suffering state. And by suffering state, we also mean every an unpleasant state where it could be fear, it could be anger, it could be hate, it could be jealousy or frustration. It's a huge spectrum. Or we could live our lives from a beautiful state. Mm. And when I say beautiful state, it could be a state of joy, a state of calm, of serenity, of feeling expanded, of feeling connected. So every one of us have a choice. And the question is, from which state you want to live life from? You want to live life from a beautiful state or from a suffering state? And every one of us have a choice to make. Mm. It sounds so easy, Preeta. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does sound so easy. But just that it is about trying to rewire our entire brain. Yeah. Because the way we have been brought up, the way we have been educated, the way we have been going about our lives, the entire focus is only on the external life. But if you focus on your internal life, if you focus on your experience of life, and if you're able to bring a shift to it, if you're able to live in a beautiful state, then your external life would be so much more beautiful. Because in that state, there is no clutter. In that state, there is no inner noise. But there is so much of beauty to it. And from that state, you'll be able to think clearly. From that state, you'll be able to decide very fast. And you can achieve much more. Mm. Mm. That's so so true. And that's, it's so good to be able to get to that state. You know, what happens when people can't, they're spinning and they're suffering and they can't identify with a beautiful state or they feel like they're incapable of finding it? What, what's your thought on that? The entire vision of Unworld Academy is to revolutionize one's consciousness. You move away from a separation-driven consciousness to a connection-driven consciousness. When I'm talking about a separation-driven consciousness, when you actually suffer, Rosie, the experience of suffering is where you feel separate, where you feel alienated, and where you feel isolated. When you experience anger, do you actually feel connected to another? No. When you experience frustration, do you feel connected to another? Mm-mm. When you when you experience hurt, you actually feel disconnected from the other. And the entire experience is revolving around oneself. This entire experience in this painful state, in the suffering state, is revolving around oneself and it's actually separating you from the rest of the world. And it is a very painful state. It is not a joyful state at all to be in. I would, I would want every audience to bring a little attention to themselves when they suffer. And just know that they are totally disconnected from the rest. And it is in that state of connection And it is only in the state of connection that you experience joy, you experience wisdom, you experience intelligence, you experience creativity, not otherwise. 
then when i say separation driven consciousness krishna ji says that the entire thinking in that state is only revolving around yourself if you want to if you want to leave it as a formula the entire thinking is me plus me plus me plus me plus me <laughs> and when you want to look at other state the beautiful state if you bring a little attention to the joy that you experienced sometime recently if you bring attention to the feeling that you experienced to say joy or peace or calm in that state the thinking is not revolving around oneself in that state if you see it will be me plus my family plus my society plus my world the sense of self moves beyond oneself into experiencing others and that is a beautiful state if you want me to help the audience i would say just bring attention to your state just recognize the exact emotion that you're experiencing are you experiencing joy love care connection or are you experiencing hurt are you experiencing anger are you experiencing jealousy and frustration mm. as long as you're experiencing the suffering state you're disconnected to the world and the question is from this suffering state how do we how do we act intelligently or how do we perform efficiently because so much of thinking is only habitual there is so much of research going around which is 80 most of us think have 80% of our thoughts are only old thoughts there is no newness to it oh yeah that's i've read i've read that i just read that and it's so it's so interesting isn't it yeah basically to understand that if you're living 24 hours 80 i mean we are awake for say 12 hours or productive for say 10 hours <laughs> <laughs> so 8 hours of our time goes only in thinking that something old and that something old could be your anger it could be your blame could be your hurt could be your it is just something old that something mm-hmm. nagging and probably only 2 hours so you're you're really productive that is so it's so interesting to put it in terms like that in a way that we can actually begin to see and understand our thought patterning because that's when we're able to create new habits right or begin to change our way of thinking or like you said choose something differently the ancient indians spoke about three things um, they spoke about a mystical triangle rosy they spoke about a mystical triangle one side of the triangle being breath the other side of the triangle being the mind and the third side of the triangle being consciousness so for those people who really want to break free from the way they're feeling and they want to experience beautiful states they should always remember this that if you're going to did should i repeat the three sides yes yeah so the one side of the triangle is the breath the second side of the triangle is the mind and the third side of the triangle 
is consciousness. And they believed, and it is true, as we affect one side of the triangle, the other two sides are impacted. Mm. Let me explain. So I'm in a state I'm in a state of anger, and I really don't know what to do about this anger. I'm not able to get out of this anger. I'm I'm feeling very hurt for how I, how I was treated, and I want to get out. I'm I'm I, I'm continuously blaming this person. I'm in the state of anger. But if you really want to get out of that anger, bring attention to your breath. You breathe in and breathe out slow and deep. Become conscious of your breath. And as you affect your breath, you impact your mind. And your anger comes down. Suppose my body is not in a beautiful shape today. I'm feeling very fatigued, very low in energy. And I really don't have energy to, really don't know what to do about it because I want to get up and run. I'm not able to do it. Yeah. yeah. We impact the mind. We impact the mind through various meditations, through various processes and practices, through various visualization techniques that you actually impact your body. Say you want to impact your mind. You want to. You don't want to live in a state of anger. Don't want to live in a state of hurt. Don't want to live in a state of pain. You want to live in a beautiful state. You impact your consciousness. Consciousness, in this sense, it would would be your your sense of self. If you impact your consciousness, your sense of self expands. Your sense of self expands to include others. by which you don't actually hold on your grudge you don't hold on to your anger hold on to your pain hold on to your hurt but you let go of it because your sense of self is so very expanded i'm curious um how this type of thinking or um really tuning in to a beautiful state you know this this philosophy that you and krishna ji teach it's 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 so beautiful and so well-rounded i'm i'm curious as to i guess i've been studying yoga for a long time right and and so i i find it very akin and i'm sure it's all related and i guess i'm just trying to find like the parallels between practicing yoga and finding that connection that yoke that connection between mind body and spirit and how uh understanding these same concepts is how it correlates together is it the same thing i guess is the question it is for a consciousness to feel whole right whatever we are trying to do mm. it is important that we feel whole in terms of a body in terms of a mind in terms of the way we feel the way we experience life we want to feel whole and all the effort that we are doing is to bring about this wholeness within you mm-hmm. i'm really interested in learning more about the triangle and how the breath mind and consciousness we can so can we affect either of those three 
individually or one affects the other just automatically? So it is a triangle. Actually, I'm not able to see you. So what I'm trying oh. to do is a triangle. <laughs> so if you move one side, the other two sides of the triangle are impacted. Okay. I'm visualizing it right now. Yes. seeing you do it. You move, you move the breath side, then the mind and the consciousness are impacted. You move the consciousness, the breath and the mind are impacted. Mm. If you move the mind, the breath and the consciousness are impacted. Mm-hmm. At One World Academy, when we choose practices for our participants, we make sure that they're helped completely. We see more, many people, though, we, though they understand the wisdom that they want to live in a beautiful state, they're so acclimatized to living in this suffering state that they really don't understand how to get out of it. Yes. So it's so important that like we bring different practices in order to help them move away from that suffering state. Mm. And we clearly show to them that it's only in a beautiful state you can create you can create what you want to create. You can create beautiful relationships. You can create beautiful organization. You can create a beautiful society. You can create a beautiful world. So it is important that we bring about total transformation. So our practices involve breath. Our practices involve visualization. Our practices involve a lot of wisdom. Mm-hmm. So it is so important to understand why we need to experience a state of connection and not not a state where you are separated. Preeta, have you ever do you ever encounter participants or students that come to you that want help but are still very stuck in the state of suffering like it's almost like their safety blanket. Does, does that make sense? So many of them actually. It is so sad to see many of them. <laughs> Who, who feel living only when you live in a state of anger, you can achieve. Who believe only when you're, when you're continuously hurting yourself in a state of guilt, mm. you're actually loving. There are so many who believe that they need to suffer in order to exist. It is actually very sad to see it, uh, Rosie. Mm. Because the greater, the deeper the journey they take, they start moving inward and they'll be shocked at their own lives. They experience the same thing that they experience as a child. It is the same loneliness, it is the same pain, it is the same hurt, it does not change. And they continue living like that because because your brain is so very wired into experiencing those states. And to kind of break free of those states into experiencing greater vastness or expand expansion is difficult mm-hmm. that's where we come in yeah we come in to make sure that every participant knows that there is a life that can be very beautiful and can be experienced from a beautiful state that's always been something so interesting for me to observe also as as a teacher and as a coach when i work with people that really want help and that are wanting to create change in their lives but the minute that any real work starts to happen there's a recoiling or they just they decide they don't want to do it you know and it's it's so uh, interesting to see how especially with One World Academy or the 
methodologies that you and Krishna G use that are just very simple uh, shifting of consciousness or shifting of perspective even how it can really change somebody's trajectory uh, of their life and what's interesting is that how when those people really want change but then their actions are proving otherwise right there is so much addiction to pain Lucy. yeah see as we grew up or at say even as uh, as a young adult or as an adult if you spend enormous amount of time say in anger or say in just suffering it becomes you you feel that is the only way to live life mm -hmm. you 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 don't know anything more say anything else that is spoken Say, uh, say we are talking about love, an experience of love or an experience of connection. That experience of love, connection, joy is so alien to them. Mm -hmm. Because what they know is only this painful state. So what it needs is, it needs wisdom, it needs practice, it needs a process and it needs an experience. An experience of something different from what they've had. Say an experience of connection, an experience of compassion, an experience of love to which you become so much alien to. Mm. It's a unique approach which, which is coming together of which is the coming together of wisdom as well as a direct experience. Uh, let me tell you a story if you if you can. Uh, oh, please, I would love it. Yeah. So there are these two women who are getting back home from work. One is a fisherwoman. Another is a flower seller. So both of them sell. One is selling fishes. One is sorry. One is selling fish. Another is selling flowers. So it becomes late one, one night before they finish their work in the market and they're getting back home. And as they're getting back home, it begins to rain. It begins to rain heavily. So the fisherwoman stays back in the house of the flower seller. She decides to spend the night there before she gets back to home in the morning. So they have their dinner and they go to bed. In the middle of the night, the fisherwoman is, is feeling disturbed. She's not able to sleep very well. So she wakes up and she looks around. Then she realizes, oh, now I understand what the problem is. She sees the flower basket too close to her. So she wakes up, she moves the flower basket away from her. She brings the fish basket closer to her. She sprinkles, she sprinkles a little water on it. And then she goes back to sleep. And now she sleeps very comfortably with the smell of the fish. Don't you think we are doing the same? Yes. Yeah. 
there are so many beautiful things that we can experience we can experience great love we can experience great joy serenity peace calm but the way the society is structured the way civilization is structured we tend to spend more time in a suffering state we tend to spend more time in a state of anger fear hurt and we want to live there because we are used to it and we want to continue with it but not knowing there is a yet another beautiful world a beautiful world which is not only beautiful for yourself it will also make the life of your loved ones very beautiful the society very beautiful and the world very beautiful mm-hmm. this actually is the story of the of the fisherwoman and the flower seller is the story of the nature of addiction itself wow do you guys do a lot of work with people that have addictions at one world academy you mean to you mean to say addictions in terms of um, oh like uh like uh, i'm sorry i guess not in terms of our well i mean i guess in terms of our own suffering we can become really addicted to that right yes we work with all kinds of people uh, we work with people who are who are addicted in the inner world but what we see is most of us are addicted to some extent or the other mm-hmm. to a painful to a painful world to a, to a, a painful state yeah because that's what we experienced growing up mm-hmm. we did not have the knowledge we did not have the wisdom to get out of it nobody taught us it is important to live in a beautiful state nobody even made it important because the entire focus is only on your achievement on your success but this world has been totally being ignored as not being relevant at all as we grew up i think that is a huge problem that we face yeah when i was um When I was young, I grew up in uh East Los Angeles during a time where it was very there was a lot of violence, there was drive-by shootings, there was people getting into physical altercations, um there was, you know, there was just a lot of violence. And so I grew up thinking that that was just the normal state of the world, right? Yeah. And so as I got older, you know, there was always this thing where everybody around me was very hard you know they were very um just life is hard everything in life is very hard and um this is basically the fate of us and this this society and this is just how things are so you really have to just accept things as they are and i remember even as a young child i just didn't believe that you know i always felt like there was something more in that i even though i was in an environment i, I my family is very loving so i had a lot of love I, i grew up with a lot of love in my life but still there's a lot of uh chaos there's just a yeah. lot of chaos you know and so as i got older i just 
I felt like the, my natural inclination was just to, to create more chaos, right? <laughs> Definitely. Because you believe that's the world. Yeah. You believe that's the way to live. You believe that's the world outside. And in a, in a chaotic world, your inner state is going to be that of insecurity. Mm-hmm. So you're continuously living in a state of insecurity because... The more, of course, the good thing for you is that you had a, you had a family to support, you had a family to really experience connection. So it is not that you lived all your life, all your childhood, only experiencing insecurity, but definitely experiencing love, experiencing connection, experiencing care mm-hmm. is so important not only as a child. Even for us as adults, it is so important that we experience this connection. Because it's a state where you actually move beyond yourself. Because when in a state of connection, in a state of love, the thinking does not revolve around yourself. The thinking does not separate. It is a state of expansion where you move beyond yourself, your sense of self, your consciousness expands to include others. And it's a beautiful state to live in. Mm. And it is that state, if the entire world is living in that state, I would say the world would be so much more beautiful than what it is today. It's so true. Can we just make that happen, Preeta? Just make it happen. Can we hit a button? (laughs) Just make it happen. Touch as many lives as possible. Transform as many lives as possible. So it is important that we bring attention to our inner world, bring attention to the state from which we live our lives, mm-hmm. we experience our lives. Well, and I have a question just to kind of add on to this, what you're saying about having the support and taking us out of the equation, right, to feel more connected or to have our thought pattern be more inclusive or of, of a, the oneness, right? What yes. about... What about um, people that have grown up by themselves and haven't experienced having a family and haven't experienced having that connection and they grow older having that feeling of disconnection, what would you say to those those people out there that didn't have that growing up? First thing is to realize what the inner state is. And just because they did not have an experience while growing up, it doesn't mean that they have to live the rest of their lives in that state. It is easy, it is possible. Of course, when we know a language, it's easier to speak that language. But when we don't know a language, we just need to bring in greater effort into learning that language. So as as children, we have experienced a lot of love and connection and a lot of joy and a lot of, a lot of, a lot of love at home then it's it's a language that we've always spoken and it's easier for us to experience that same joy love and connection later on in our lives but as children we don't know that language just means that we need to work harder towards learning that language and when you feel connected when you feel connected to something beyond yourself what actually disconnects you, what builds a huge wall that separates you from the rest 
is this obsessive thinking about yourself. It is this obsessive self-centric thinking that separates you from the rest. If you're able to bring attention to it, then you're breaking that wall that is separating you from the rest. That wall, as the wall dissolves, you feel more connected. And every journey starts only with oneself, uh, Rosie. It does not, start, does not start outside. It only begins with yourself. It begins with understanding and bringing attention to your state, bringing attention to your emotion, bringing attention to your to feeling whether you're feeling connected or disconnected, you're feeling separated or you're feeling connected. It is about bringing attention to yourself. And when we start experiencing connection, it can work like magic at any age. How can we feel more connected in, in our current state now? You want a little practice? Yes, please. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be easy. Okay. <laughs> it's for the audience. Okay. So, so they would sit still better where they are. So we're going to use we're going to use the breath, we're going to use the mind, and we're going to use the consciousness. Okay? The first step, sit still in a comfortable position. Have your spine erect and close your eyes. Inhale and exhale. Deep and slow, bringing attention to the entire movement of breath. What is the exact emotion that is arising within you right now? Is it anger, fear, hurt? Insecurity, jealousy, frustration, or is it joy, love, connection, peace, calm, or serenity? 
recognize the exact emotion that is arising within you right now. As you experience this emotion, bring attention to your thinking. Is your thinking obsessed about your past? Or is it obsessed about your future? Or are you in the moment? Bring attention to the entire moment of your thinking. Now visualize a flame move from the center of your forehead to the middle of your skull and see it glow bright over there. Bring a gentle smile to your face. And say within yourself, I return to the now. I return to the now. I return to the now. Whenever you're ready, you may open your eyes. Rosie, are you there? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to come out of that. <laughs> Anyone can do this practice in times when they're feeling overwhelmed. Overwhelmed with so many things happening around and not clearly knowing their inner state. Mm 
and feeling very confused, feeling conflicted and feeling a lot of chaos and feeling tired with life. I love that. That was such a great, great practice. Felt so, so nice. Thank you. Um, so we're, uh, we're coming to the end here. And uh, I do want to ask you a couple of questions before we finish, if that's okay. Yes, definitely. Okay. For the listeners hearing this podcast and hearing you for the first time and want more information on you or Krishna G or One World Academy, where should we send them? OneWorldAcademy.com is there, a, is there anything in specific? Is there a certain workshop happening in the next couple of months that we should look out for? Yes. There is a beautiful state. The beautiful state is a four-day program happening in New York, somewhere around New York. Um, it's a residential program. And we just completed one in Miami in March, beginning of March. So this one is coming back, coming to New York in the month of July. And would be there even in California in October. And then we have uh, two being limitless, the two-day program, the one which you were in, two and a half mm -hmm. days. We're having one uh, the next weekend in uh, Los Angeles at Sofitel, Beverly Hills. That will be the weekend, 30th and 31st, I think. Okay. And then we have uh, one more coming up in Miami that is towards the end of this year in November. So all the information is up, is up in the, um, the website, on the website, oneworldacademy.com. And you can find it all there. That is so exciting. I can't. And I'm coming to India, Preeta. Remember, don't forget. I, I know. Put I'm my name on the list. <laughs> I will see you there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. So one of the last uh, questions that I ask all of my guests is I basically just let everybody know that I created this podcast or this forum so that people have this incredible information that's out in the world and to feel completely supported so they can feel more connected and to know that there is a bigger force, either God or spirit or a uh, higher power of their understanding that they are radically loved that they are radically held all the time and so my question to you Preeta is uh, it's actually two two different questions mm -hmm. the first one is how do you feel radically loved and then what do you radically love how do I feel radically loved Um, with an experience of connection, moving beyond oneself. And um, I feel radically loved when my husband, Krishnaji, brings constant attention to my inner state. We're married for 20 years now. Wow. <laughs> I can't 
I can't remember a day when he said, when he says, or when he shows, or when he makes me feel that my pain is not his pain. Oh. That my joy is not his joy. He's ne- never made me feel once. That for me is it's a space where I feel I can get back anytime. Well, he's always there. And what do I, what is the second question, Rosie? Oh, second question is, yeah, what do you radically love? I love to see people getting into a beautiful state. Because I feel that state is going to transform not only them, but that state is going to impact the family, that, that state is going to impact the children. And it's it doesn't stop. A state of connection that they experience, a state of love that they experience when they move out of the painful state and live in a beautiful state. There is so much of joy that is there for themselves, but they also create so much of joy in the family. I, to be more specific, I, I feel very fulfilled, or I would say I'm, I radically love transformation in parents. I have a 13-year-old, uh, and I know how much it takes to bring up a child. How much it is important that every one of us are conscious, conscious of what is happening within ourselves so we can extend our arms to support the rest. I like to see people being transformed. I like to see them living in a beautiful state. I love to see them moving away from separation-driven consciousness to connection-driven consciousness. And impact the world. Preta G, that was beautiful. Thank you so, Thank you so much. much. Just one small thing, uh, if in case your audience need a more practice or something, something else that will kind of keep them in a beautiful state until we meet meet them next time. There is nine minute meditation that. Uh, uh, that everyone in, in most of the participants are students of One Will Academy do. And we can send you the link and you can share it with them so you can attach it. And that'll be great for them to do it every, uh, every day in the morning. It just doesn't take longer than nine minutes, at most 12 minutes max. But it leaves them, We have, the students of One Will Academy practice it every morning as they wake up or even at night before they go to bed. But it leaves them in a beautiful state. Oh, yes, that would be so lovely. I will absolutely share that. So for everyone listening, I will add that particular meditation on the show notes. So you'll be able to go to the link and just down, download it. Preeta, they can download it. Yes, they can it. download it, yes. Okay, great. So you'll be able to download it and listen to Preeta's beautiful voice meditate you every morning. And it's going to be fantastic. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you so much. Um, I'd like to thank the audience. 
it is and and would remind them that it's important that they live in a beautiful state in order to create a beautiful life for themselves and their loved ones Peter ji thank you so much thank you i'm so so excited i appreciate you too i appreciate you too i'm so so happy that you you did this and i can't wait to share this with everyone it's going to be so so amazing thank you thank you so much rosie and see you in india yay see you in india. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this, so please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening.